Welcome back to 50% Cancer. Today, we're going to talk about thyroid cancer in Christianity and hear from Anita. Anita is a thyroid cancer survivor who is so sweet and will be sharing her own cancer journey and how her relationship with God evolved through it. I'm going to let Anita get into it, and then I'll be back to share my experiences with you and wrap up today's episode. Please welcome Anita to 50% Cancer. Hey, guys. Just want to say a quick thank you before we get started to Chloe for, first off, allowing me to be here today to share my story, but also for everything that you do to bring a community and awareness to thyroid cancer survivors um, and to thyroid cancer in general. You have really made this journey a lot easier for me, just knowing that I'm not alone in the journey and that there are others out there. It's been so encouraging, and I know there's a lot of others out there that can say the same thing, so thank you for everything that you are doing. So a little bit about me. My name is Anita Leverett. I am 25 years old, and I live in a small town in South Georgia. Last summer, the summer of 2019, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. So just to give you a little insight of how I was diagnosed, um, a few years prior to my diagnosis, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is an autoimmune thyroid disease. So because of this diagnosis, I was seeing an endocrinologist pretty regularly to just check my levels, take ultrasounds just to see that my thyroid was doing good, no nodules and no voiders, all that good stuff. So the December prior to my cancer diagnosis, I had an ultrasound because I was having a lot of really weird symptoms. I had my first panic attack out of nowhere. I was having crazy mood swings, uh, just really out of character for me. And so I felt that it was probably related to my thyroid and just urged my doctor to do an ultrasound. And on that ultrasound, we found my first nodule. And at this time, it was very small. It was only a centimeter. So at that point, they really don't worry about it. They just monitor it. And even my endocrinologist thought that we did not need to do another ultrasound until the next December. So one year from that. But fast forward to June, which was six months later, um, I have just a routine follow-up appointment with my endocrinologist. And she made the comment that we did not need to do an ultrasound until the next appointment. Until then, she felt my neck just to be sure. And she felt that nodule and realized something was up and um, rushed me immediately into ultrasound and realized that that nodule had grown 50% in those six months. So it was now two centimeters, um, and that was kind of suspicious to her. So the very next day, I had a biopsy, and it did come back positive for cancer. So in July of 2019, I had my total thyroidectomy, and in August, we decided to proceed with radioactive iodine. So yeah, the last year and a half has been quite a journey. Um, some of the things that I still struggle with are mood swings. I can kind of go from being really anxious to really sad really fast still. Um, I still really struggle with fatigue and body aches and just kind of trying to make it through the day. So along this journey, um, I have been thankful to have my faith as a part of the journey. Um, I'm a Christian. I've been a Christian for the majority of my life. And in the last several years, I have taken it a lot more seriously. About six years ago, I started my career as a youth minister at my home church. And so I'm in youth ministry full time. Last summer, I finished my degree in biblical studies. And it's been an awesome journey as well. And I honestly believe that my faith is the reason 
um, that I have made it through my thyroid cancer journey. Um, I believe that Jesus Christ is the reason that I've had hope. So I just want to give a little disclaimer as I'm talking today. Some of these things will make it seem like I'm talking negatively about Christianity, and I am not at all by all means. I am a huge believer that my faith and Jesus Christ is the reason I'm here today. So one of the most difficult things was just kind of the emotional side and reconciling that with my faith. So because of your thyroidectomy and thyroid cancer, after you have your thyroid removed and all of your hormones and chemicals are going way out of whack, <laughs> um, so do your moods. And sometimes for some people, this can be a lot worse. And for some people, it can be a lot better. For me, it was pretty awful. There was a time after my diagnosis that, um, or after my surgery rather, that I was crying for several hours every day. And sometimes I knew I was crying and sometimes I didn't. And I was having panic attacks and intrusive thoughts and all kinds of things, but it directly related to my hormones being out of whack. And some of this was just the emotional side of my diagnosis. I did not deal with my emotions initially. It took me until a few months after radioactive iodine to actually process the emotions of having thyroid cancer and the just the trauma I had been through up to this point. The thing that really, for some reasons, just my mind fixated on was I now have to live on a single pill for the rest of my life. Without this pill, my whole life depends on it. And um, it just really made me feel out of control. And as a believer, I know that I'm not in control, but it it just really did get to me. And so some of the things I was said uh, that I said to myself and um, some people actually said to me was, if you just pray, it'll be gone. Or if you just read enough scripture, you won't be as anxious. Or if you just believe that God is in control, then you don't have to worry about your control. And honestly, I was so angry at this point that this had happened. I was not angry at God. I remember having a conversation with my pastor. One of those days, I could not stop crying and saying, I'm not angry at God. I'm just so mad. And honestly, it was kind of hard to, for me at this point to talk to God. I knew that God was there. I knew that my hope was in Jesus. I knew that the reason I was still alive and breathing was Jesus. Yet it was still hard for me to even express what I was feeling to God. So if you are a believer in this situation right now and you're having a hard time just vocalizing the words to talk to God about this, just know that he is there and he's helping you through it, um, whether you're you've got the words to say it or not. But because of this, I felt like I was self-sabotaging and also having these people say, if you just pray and have enough faith and read enough scripture, your anxiety is going to go away. You'll stop crying. You'll feel better. And that just wasn't the case at this point. Because of all the hormonal changes and the chemical imbalances and all the things, it was bigger than Anita not having enough faith. It was bigger than Anita not praying enough or reading enough scripture. It was something that needed to be addressed medically and with medication. There's actually a perfect example in scripture of this happening where someone had a whole lot of faith and still um, their circumstances were really hard and they struggled through them. His name was Job, J-O-B. In scripture, um, God actually calls him a blameless and upright man. Like he served the Lord with everything he had. And 
still, he lost everything and he struggled through this. He mourned through this and he was silent through this. And yet God was still there beside him through it all. Um, and you can read the book and <laughs> I will give you a, a warning as you're reading it. Um, <laughs> you kind of get confused as to why God's not stepping in at some point, but he eventually does near the end of the book. And it helps you to just have a better outlook. Um, we never find out why God allowed Job to go through all of these things, but we do find out that God was there with Job through every single moment and that God was ultimately in control. So yeah, all this to say, I'm super thankful for my faith. Jesus Christ is the reason I still have hope today that there is a better tomorrow. Um, and that there's something bigger than I am, that there's something bigger than Anita's battles and struggles. And so I'd like to kind of end with a little bit of scripture that kind of helps me through this. I'm going to be in Second Corinthians chapter 12. And this is a guy named Paul that is writing this. Um, and he was going through a whole lot. And so um, and he faced a lot in his faith. It says, therefore, in order to keep me from being conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. And that's kind of the the theme of this whole talk <laughs> and um, a whole journey. We may have weaknesses and we may be struggling, but God is still in control and we can boast in our weaknesses so that God may get the glory through it. So yeah, thanks guys for listening. Um, if you have any questions about Christianity or my journey with Christianity and thyroid cancer or my journey with thyroid cancer or anything, you can find me on Instagram at Anita Leverett. And um, I would love to talk to you. Thanks again for letting me be a part of the show today. Thank you so much to Anita for sharing her story and being vulnerable with us. I truly believe that many will be able to relate to your words. I really appreciate your wisdom in being able to look back on your journey with such grace and self-awareness. Now, I'd like to share my experiences. I grew up Catholic, and going to church was somewhat of a chore, and to be honest, it was mostly just because my family was really involved in the church, and the small town I grew up in, all my family were living there, which was great, but that meant that we had to be seen at church each week and make sure we got the bulletin, but I don't know if my parents or just even wanted to be there. My grandma played the piano, and my dad and I jokingly called her the Pope. <laughs> she's very deeply rooted in her faith, which I do really admire, and she's given a lot to our church back in our hometown. My Aunt Lisa is the choir director, and she's amazing at it, and also such a great singer herself, and many of my aunts and uncles have been involved or are involved in the church choir. Even our old father at church, or pastor, whatever you call him in your church, still usually makes an appearance at holidays. <laughs> good old Father Russell. He was just such a big part of all of our lives growing up, and is still really good friends with my grandparents, and they go on trips together, which is so sweet. <laughs> So, as you can imagine from all of that background, when the news broke that I had cancer, my church rallied around me just like my family did. My grandma asked if I could come to church and have a special mass where Father would bless me, and many people would ask what they could do to help. I received a lot of religious gifts and paraphernalia. I still have holy water and some special crosses and crucifixes. I got the works. And to be honest, I still don't really know if any of it made me feel better. 
A lot of the times, I think that religion from a historical point is really cool and interesting. But also, I kind of feel like it's there for a lot of us to find comfort in big things that we don't understand or why the world is the way it is. So for me, being diagnosed at 12, I was really angry at the world. You know, I hadn't done really anything to really screw up yet. (laughs) But getting cancer made me feel like, you know, what had I done wrong to make Jesus or God upset with me? Why was I being tested in this way and having to go on such a really hard journey, especially so young? I do remember praying around this time, and I suppose that probably did make me feel better. But today, I don't know if I would lean as heavily into my faith now that I know more about the medical side of thyroid cancer than I did before. I definitely have gone through periods in my life where being, like, actively religious, I'll say, was really important to me. For example, my freshman year of college, I was having a really hard time, and I was really depressed and really lonely, but also really introverted. And so I would scroll through Pinterest forever and find all these different prayers for different things. You know, a prayer for an anxious heart, or all of those just very specific prayers. (laughs) And I thought about reading the Bible, or I thought about mindfulness and things like that. And honestly, that really got me through that year in my life, and it made a really big difference to me. But now, I honestly don't really pray that much. Sorry, Grandma. And I think that I spend more time looking for the real answers, because for me, I can't just put on rose-colored glasses. Like, last year was really hard, and I accept that, and I'm not looking for, you know, a reason like, oh, God needed to show me how strong I was, so he took my dad away. Which is similar to something that I've heard some of you actually, like, be told of. Using religion in that way to not necessarily validate your cancer experience, but... I think it comes from friends and family members trying to say it from a good place, but I feel like usually it just comes off wrong. And then I even think of what Anita was saying about, you know, if you just prayed hard enough or do whatever good enough, then God will get you through it. And to be honest, I really don't like religion being used in that way because there is a very scientific and medical reason for getting cancer. Even though the causes of thyroid cancer aren't all understood yet, I really believe that they will be. And regardless, that doesn't leave room for your faith to bully you or others in your faith to bully you or say anything like, you're not a good enough Christian and that's why you got cancer, or you shouldn't complain because you should just be praying. Thyroid cancer is really real. I shouldn't have to tell you that. (laughs) But it really affects you and it might not always be in the traditional ways that we think cancer should. So all those examples I think are just like crossing the line and aren't you know, coming at from the true heart of religion, which is not that at all. Okay, so let me step off of my soapbox. In closing, I really just wanted to share Anita's story with you today because she's got a really great example of, I don't want to say negative, but I'll say negative, and then a positive relationship with God. And there was a lot of growth in there, especially within her cancer journey. And of course, as you've heard me say many times before, you have to figure out what is best for you. And I don't even know if this episode can be related to any non-Christians listening or even non-Catholics, non-whatever Anita is. So please, if you're not a Christian or a different religion other than Christian, I would love to know what your stances are or thoughts and experiences on dealing with your religion or your faith and thyroid cancer. So today, we did a bit of exploring in the area of thyroid cancer and religion, especially Christianity, and shared survivor Anita's story about her journey of her faith during her thyroid cancer diagnosis and survivorship. 
I also shared some of my own experiences and background and how those play into how I view religion connected to my cancer today. I also got preachy for a minute and was telling you to make sure you do what is best for you. If you love to pray every single night and that makes you feel great, then please keep doing it. But also, if you're not finding the community or comfort in your religion that you think you should be, then it's okay to change something about that. Next week, we'll talk to another guest and be exploring creativity and creating amidst thyroid cancer. If you want a little sneak peek at who it is, go on to Instagram and search for polka.dreamer. Bye!